Welcome to the Daily Dose of the Dow Podcast, teaching you about the stock market and investing in just 10 minutes a day. And now, here's your host and stock trader, Chris Rocco. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the start of another week in the markets. And also, welcome to episode five of the Daily Dose of the Dow Podcast. So, it is Monday, December 6th. And I got to say, I am waking up with a bit of a spring in my step. My New York Giants beat the 8-3, well now 8-4 Seattle Seahawks in Seattle on the road without their quarterback. It was a huge win for Big Blue, and I am, I'm pumped. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the weekend. Uh, I sure did with that uh, nice ending to it. But today we're going to be talking about the state of the market, as I generally do on Mondays. And we're also going to explore the idea that we are in the new cycle in the market in the market and what type of cycle we're in and what I expect over the next couple of years and why it's important to invest in in it wisely because it really could determine your future if you invest wisely or if you don't invest wisely. So as you know or as you may not know, and that's okay, there's four cycles in the market. You got an early cycle, a mid cycle, a late cycle, and a recession. And we just had a pretty sharp and steep recession, I'd say. And I would argue we've had a, a V-shaped recovery. A V-shaped recovery is pretty much when you have a sharp recession like we had and envision it like a V. We go straight down, we bottom out, and we go straight back up. That's really what we've had. Um, and that's something President Trump and his team were hoping for and something that uh, a lot of investors were hoping for who bought at the bottom. And after this um, kind of recovery and seeing what how much the market has run up, I firmly believe we are right at the birth of a new bull market. I mean, if you think about it, what is that? What's there to stop it? Like we've we're almost done with this pandemic. The uh, the election uncertainty is behind us. The pandemic virtually sped up our transition to a more tech based society and um, less reliance on on. Um, in-person thing. And we are, we are already moving away from that. And that just sped up the technology and sped up the, the uh, investing. I mean, it really did. It sped up our reliance on companies like Amazon, Google, and big, big tech companies like that. And that's good for a market. That, that's really good for a stock market. And it's good for an economy. And I think now we're in a position to really succeed. The, the vaccines upcoming will provide the catalyst to get things moving again. And once a global economy or once countries' economies get going, they tend to benefit from, um, I guess you would call it a, a self-sustaining economic momentum. It's momentum that a country brings forth to itself. And that's because as consumer confidence starts to improve, that also improves spending, spending increases, and that leads to higher revenues for companies, and those companies hire more staff to, to meet rising demand, and that leads to further increases in consumer uh, confidence and, frankly, consumer spending, and that'll, that'll take care of our employment issues here in the U.S. I know we have um, people argue that the stock market is detached from the economy as a whole because of our unemployment issues here. We have a pretty high unemployment rate right now. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's certainly maybe double what it was a few months or six months ago before the pandemic, six, eight months ago before the pandemic. But 
that the the rising demand and uh, the improvement in, in a country's economy will take care of our employment issues. I mean, companies are going to rehire. Um, there's certainly going to be different roles needed. And just as as uh, technology improves, uh, the pandemic really sped along the technology and you're going to have different types of jobs being created. But that's just the nature of an economy. It's just it's a it, it's kind of sped up the cycle of the pandemic. And as I said, our employment issues will kind of get taken uh, taken care of by themselves. Like as as a country spending increases, company uh, companies hire more. And our employment issues are going to get figured out and unemployment will go back to record lows sooner, sooner rather than later, I think. And that's also why once unemployment starts to decline, it then tends to decline steadily for many, many years. Um, and I believe the vaccines will provide a shot of confidence, no pun intended, a shot of confidence, uh, that will kickstart a, a positive feedback loop once economic activity is allowed to resume. Now, of course, it's going to take time to roll out the vaccines and the logistical challenges are definitely tough, um, particularly in, in emerging economies and small countries. But none of that really changes the bigger picture. And the fact that in two years, the global economy will have grown stronger than it is now. I'm, I'm laying my foot down. I'm saying in two years from now, the global economy will be stronger than it is now and stronger than it is possibly even before the pandemic. Um, while a lot of companies and people are struggling now, markets are, are definitely looking, fo- looking forward and they have the belief that there's a much brighter world ahead of us with, um, with the vaccines and certainly n- something that nobody could say with confidence um, a little while ago that, that there would ever be a vaccine. But sure enough, we got a vaccine in record time. And that's really, really incredible. And it's certainly good for the economy. Um, and, and really, just to rehash, the vaccines are good news for all equity markets. Um, but with a long-term investment horizon, I'm looking for companies that can deliver long-term growth at a reasonable valuation. And that draws me more towards the emerging markets with their rapidly growing middle classes and and they're likely to drive rising consumption for many, many years to come. And most of these countries that are emerging are in North Asia and and China is an emerging market. It's one of the biggest economies in the world. I mean, it is statistically and it's going to keep being that way. Um, And Taiwan and Korea have already gotten the virus under control and the domestic economies are already recovering nicely and the vaccine should definitely, most definitely lead to an acceleration in their exports as developed world consumers start to recover next year and emerging market valuations appear rather reasonable. Um, In the US, there are stocks with strong growth outlook but for some of those stocks, valuations already reflect a lot of that growth potential that, that investors are hoping for. So in the U.S., I'm more attracted to those cyclical stocks like airlines, hotels, which are exposed to the economic recovery, but which trade at reasonable valuations right now and aren't weighed down by excessive levels of debt accumulating during the recession. Um, but I am a little cautious to avoid those cheap stocks. 
um, where the outlook may still be challenging even with vaccines. So companies which rely on a pre which rely on a return to pre-COVID level of business travel, which I, I don't think we're ever going to get to really a level of, of pre-COVID business travel. Um, companies have adapted well to Zoom and, and online um, online work. Um, I, I'm not going to go into that kind of field where they're relying on a return to pre-COVID level of business travel. And, and I'm, that's why I'm a little hesitant on, on the U.S. airlines. But um, I think you're going to have enough people traveling on vacation and stuff like that, which really will uh, negate the loss in business travel. So as I said, I, I certainly think for the next bull run, you'll want to be in some emerging markets. Uh, I actually bought PIN, that's uh, the ticker symbol. It's an Indian ETF back in May, and it's performed rather well for me. I think uh, I'm looking at about like a 20% gain. It looks like I'm looking at it right now, 20, 22% to be exact since May. And I quite frankly, I wish I bought more. So uh, yeah, the emerging markets and cyclical stocks is where I'm at and, and where I think it will benefit most from the recovery and where I think you should be putting your money, emerging markets and cyclical stocks in the U.S. market. But I really think it's time for emerging markets to shine because um, – it really, the pandemic does present a bit of an opportunity for these markets, and the emerging middle class in these emerging markets are growing bigger, and they're going to be spending more and more as um, the uh, global recovery from the pandemic ramps up. Now, I don't expect the next few years to be completely smooth, but I do expect them to be be very rewarding. Um, as the global economy begins to grow again. And I think we'll look back on 2020 as a challenging year, but also the start of a new beginning and the start of a new bull run. So invest wisely, invest smart, but I think you should buy. Buy, 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 as Jim Cramer would say. I hope everybody had a great weekend. I hope you're having a good start to a new week. Happy Monday and good luck investing and trading. Catch me in the kitchen like the